0: It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So a lot of times I have people ask me, like, how do you avoid developing and having narcissistic kids? Now, it could be that they're brought up in a narcissistic household. Maybe they're adopted, or maybe they've been involved with a narcissist. Maybe one of the parents is a narcissist, and that's how they've started to pick up these tendencies. Sometimes kids become narcissists and start having those narcissistic traits, not because either one of the parents were specifically narcissistic, but maybe they were overbearing, over controlling, or maybe they set no boundaries, no rules, and they just let the kids have a free for all that can also produce some of the narcissism. Hey there, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist. I'm a narcissist that's in recovery and that's working on bringing awareness about narcissism out here. So on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, I'm really trying to promote awareness so that people understand, hey, narcissism is real and it's stuff that people struggle with on a daily basis. It's stuff that narcissists struggle with, not wanting to cut the lies, not wanting to be real about who they actually are. And it's also real for the abuse victims, the people that are in narcissistic relationships that are getting constantly gaslit, manipulated, lied to, and abused in that relationship. So a lot of times I'm trying to promote awareness about it, trying to get people into therapy, trying to get people into counseling, trying to help people that struggle with narcissistic abuse to be able to break free of that trauma bond, to be able to work through the issues that they're seeing and they're dealing with on a day-to-day basis that makes them doubt their reality, makes them doubt their sanity. That's what I'm trying to do. So in talking to a lot of different people, with having one-on-ones and talking face-to-face with people about narcissism, sometimes the question that gets brought up is the idea of, how do I not have narcissistic kids? Like, what do I need to do? A lot of this goes back to the early upbringing of dealing with the child and working with them one-on-one to be able to process their emotions and to be able to process the things that they feel that they don't know how to process. A lot of times as we have kids and as they grow up, we get to the place where we think that they should just be able to learn. They should just be able to process their emotions and their feelings. And we don't really give them time to be able to work that out where we actually come alongside and work with them. Now, as a narcissist, I know I'm kind of speaking tongue in cheek because for me, it's hard to be able to do that. It is hard to be able to connect with my daughter to be able to work through her emotions. Even today, interacting with her and having her get grumpy, having her get frustrated. My patience level is very short. My tolerance level is very short. And I just want to be like, what is your problem? But that doesn't help. That doesn't help her grow. That doesn't help her deal with the emotions, the feelings, the highs and lows that she's working with. It doesn't help her at all. Was it hard? Yes. Do I blow up sometimes? Yes. Did I help her in the moment? Not as much today as what I should have. It takes time. As you're working with your kids, focus on developing their emotions and having them understand that it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to feel. A lot of times in this society that we're in, people don't want people to feel. People don't want people to be able to grow up and to be able to understand, hey, it's okay if you have emotions. Now, those emotions don't have to control you, but it's okay if you have those emotions. They're not inherently bad. It's not bad for you to have certain types of emotions. It's not bad for you to have this emotion or that emotion. It's how you deal with it, and it's how you respond to it that really make the difference. A lot of times people in this society don't view people having emotions as being a good thing. So you see a lot of kids that grow up and their parents say or the people around them or society says, you know, boys don't cry. Right there, you're trying to take away their emotions. You're trying to force them into a mold of this macho man category that is not real it's not existent it's not something that needs to be developed and focused on instead the person needs to be in tune with their emotions to understand hey people have highs people have lows because you get to the place where you have someone who's been beaten down by society for so long that they get to the place where they're not allowed to have emotions and then when they have emotions they don't know how to deal with them as a result they start raging they start yelling they start screaming Because they don't understand what is inside them. Because no one's actually helped them work through it. So as your kids are growing up, work with them. Help them understand their emotions. Another thing that's really key for working with your kids and having them not develop into narcissistic relationships, into narcissists themselves, is not degrading them, not devaluing them. Again, this comes back to the emotion piece, but it also comes back just to everyday life of how we interact. And you realize how easy it is to make fun of your kids. Sometimes they do really funny stuff. They do really crazy stuff. They do dumb stuff. Let's just be honest. But being able to come alongside them and work with them through whatever they've got themselves into versus just treating them like they're stupid or treating them like you're degrading them, like you're talking down to them, like all these different types of things, those can affect them emotionally and mentally. So being able to come alongside them, work through those emotions, not degrade them, not put them down can often be a great way to be able to help develop strong, confident kids that are going to turn into people that are confident in themselves and confident in who they need to be and not into narcissists. Does this take time? Yes. Is it hard? Absolutely. But is it worth it? 100%. Because if you're able to work with someone and help them become a confident person that's strong-willed and focuses on the right things and is growing and wants to grow and change to be the best that they can possibly be, that's amazing and that's awesome. But it comes down to making sure that we work with them to have them understand it's not bad to feel. It's not bad to have emotions. What we have to work on is our response to it, our response and how we act and how we deal with those emotions. So it's not bad to feel sad because you weren't able to get a cookie, you know, but you screaming and yelling on the floor because you're not getting your way isn't a proper response to that sadness, isn't a proper response to what's going on. Really, that's what it is, is it's working with your kids day in, day out to be able to process those emotions and then see a good response from it, not just whatever response they come up with. That's where we have to be able to work with them, coach and train them in a right way. Like I also said, not degrading them, not devaluing them. That is something that will work on just cutting through their inner confidence, cutting through who they are. And then they get out in the world and they don't have confidence and they start lashing out at other people or they start going towards the wrong crowd or whatever it might be because they didn't have that confidence and that stamina actually built up based on your interactions with them and based on them developing that confidence in a safe place if they don't have a safe place if they don't have a place that they can come to and share anything and everything they're not going to build that confidence they're not going to build that openness to be able to work through issues to be able to work through problems so last thing i say is work on developing a safe place with your children a place where they can come and they understand that when i come to this place when i come to this person and share this problem my emotions are going to be heard We're going to work through them and I'm not going to get degraded or devalued for how I feel because there's a lot of times where a kid might come to a parent and they feel some type of shame, some type of guilt, and they don't want to feel that. But if the parent makes them feel even worse about that, they'll be like, I don't really want to come to them next time. Because if I come to it next time, I'm going to feel even worse. I'm going to feel degraded. I'm going to feel extra shame. All this type of stuff. So work with the kids to be able to get to the place where you're a safe place. Where you're able for them to come to you about anything and everything. And be able to provide a safe place to be able to hear their emotions. To be able to help them process it. And be able to help them learn and grow to be better people day in, day out. Keep growing, keep changing, keep trying to be the best person you can be, stay strong, stay healthy, keep that narcissist out of your life and keep focusing on developing people, next next generation people, the next generation kids that we have, help them develop to be in tune to their emotions but not controlled by them.